is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good to have you with us here on this Tuesday afternoon and it's been kind of a wet and windy one and I guess those conditions will continue into tomorrow, but... Fall is definitely here, and great to have you here with us on KGMI Connects. I hope you'll take part in our conversation today. And, uh, well, once again, we got people ready to roll. Full lines here on KGMI Connects, so let's just get started right out of the gate. Eric, out in the county, joins us. Hi, Eric. Hi, Joe. You know, I was thinking about yesterday's program And it seems to me that there's one fundamental difference between Trump and Biden supporters. Okay. Trump people think their opponents are misguided or misinformed. Biden people think their opponents should be destroyed. Okay. Hmm. And so it came as no surprise yesterday uh, when yesterday's caller said that all Trump supporters, veterans included, should be tried for treason. Well, I'm a Vietnam veteran and a Trump supporter. And one reason President Trump has my loyalty is that he's placed himself between me and the lynch mob. That's how I feel about it. Hmm. Okay. You know, if you're talking about treason charges... You should look at who's sold us out for personal profit, like influence peddling politicians, really from both, like people who've taken bribes from countries like Russia, Romania, the Ukraine, and China, and it would probably be wise just to leave the rest alone. That's my comment. And I thank you for taking it. Joe. All right. Thanks, I hope Eric. You have a nice evening. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. And I think, uh, I mean, yeah, the idea that any uh, uh, group of people should be tried for treason because of whom they may support uh, politically or otherwise, um, it, it, it's that's a pretty outrageous statement. I would have to go along with that. All right, Eric, appreciate your call. To get us rolling here. Let's go to uh, Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. Oh, we lost Rich. Rich emailed me and said there was something funny going on with our phones. I don't know, uh, but uh, Rod in Bellingham uh, joins hey. us here on the early on the show again today. Rod, you hear anything hey. weird with the phones? Has he been yeah, on hold? It went, it went kind of, it went kind of dead for a moment. Just went silent and then came back. Well, that was. So. I, I think that was. Uh, I that I heard that too. I think that might have been Eric's connection. But um, well, that's what I thought, and then all of a sudden you said. Uh, rich dropped, and so then you were asking what was going on. So yeah, that's that's what I experienced. Okay, all right. So, um, anyways, I, the, I I second the guy who just called. I thought that the fellow that followed me up yesterday, his statement about uh, treason um, by just uh, supporting somebody, and it's like you know how I feel. It's like there's pros and cons. I mean, I would have told Trump a long time ago not to even run, but then again. He was able to expose some of the swamp for what it is as well, but that's not really why I called. Um, today, I called. I was, you know, I think if I remember right, you do not support the tear down of statues, correct? I, I well, you, you're talking about like uh, uh, in general, like you know, for for you know, people who 
were instrumental in the founding of this nation, for instance. I, I, if oh, I remember yeah. right, I, I, mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I was just curious because I have a statement to make regarding that, too, that's going to be kind of tongue-in-cheek, but at the same time I want to make a point there. But I wanted to ask you that real quick. Well, it, it depends on the person and what they stood for and why, they, why the statues were erected in their honor in the first place. Um, you know, if you're uh, talking about uh, statues of, of those that uh, fought against the United States in the Civil War, um, I, 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 I think it's best that those, I'm not saying that they should be destroyed, but I think to have them in in the town square is a mistake. I think they're in in that in that uh, place they're being lauded as someone to be admired. Whereas, let's put them in a museum. Let's put them someplace where the history of them and what those individuals did is not lost, but it's not held up as an example of um, a great American or a great member of that community. You know. Um, uh, I mean, a, okay. a leader of the Confederacy, it seems to me that these are people who fought against our our nation and the unity of our nation. And I, I don't know why they should be lauded as, as like I said, in, in, yeah. in the town square or in a similar uh, public place. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, history, yeah, history is very complex, and I think you, you acknowledge that in your in your answer there, which is fair enough. I mean, like I said— I support your um, your 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 uh, views as you speak them out, so to speak, as being yours, and I will support that in the sense that that is you, you know your voice, and, and you know the second the First Amendment. Um, okay. I'm a staunch you know uh, advocate of the First Amendment, and uh-huh. so with that said, I was going to throw something out there, and remember what I said earlier. You know, so for those people who were listening. You know, they're they're talking about tearing down the statue of uh, Washington and whatnot as well. And I'm thinking to myself, well, for those people who want to tear down the statue of George Washington, I think we ought to just change the name of our state. You know, because <laughs> okay. just just change the name of the state. Maybe we'll call it Truth USA. You know. <laughs> Some people are probably saying, let's call it Folly USA. But, you know, I just thought I'd throw... How about Wokington? <laughs> Wokington. You know, <laughs> Joe, that's not a bad one either, you know, but it depends on what time of the of, of, of uh, evolution you awaken. So okay. I guess it, it has different meanings, but uh-huh. now I'm thinking of George... Not, I mean, um, I'm thinking of uh, Bill Clinton now all of a sudden, depending on what the meaning of the word is, is. But, you know, but Wokington, that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, I think... Uh, I think those people should really consider starting up a movement to change the name of our state. And while they're at it, let's change Washington, D.C. to just take the name Washington away from the District of Columbia as well. And so and and see how far that really goes. Mm -hmm. That in itself should explain many things to those who are listening. So on that note. You know, I just right. thought I'd throw that out there for fun. All right, Rod. Well, I, you know, I, and we do our history and uh, history of uh, humankind is is very complex, and uh, the and individuals are complex, and yep. you know, history or uh, rather, slavery was a terrible part of our history, 
it was the it was a reality and it was a part of our society when George Washington was alive, when Thomas Jefferson was alive and when they were members of the upper class, you know, if you will, here in yeah. in, in the colonies and in the early, early days of our country. And it's not forgiving them, but I, I think we have to realize that it was a different time and that uh, it's like I said, it's complex. I, I I wish in my heart that they had not been slave owners, but they were, and that that isn't changed. But also, the good things that they did are are laudable, and they're important, and they 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 set the stage for the country that allows us to have these debates now, and yeah, well, uh, and, I'm, and has I'm has, thinking, yeah. has awarded many of us, not everyone, but many of us with with a pretty darn nice life and um, well even to even today i mean think about that um this because you bring that up and we, and we talk about the complexity of history and um the now and look at china and the uyghurs and it's like but you know very few people really talk about those chinese parts that are in your japanese cars or your american cars and uh you know, again, we're talking about the complexity of things. Mm-hmm. We're still out there uh, buying stuff from people who are enslaved, literally enslaved. It still goes on. Mm-hmm. And that's how complex all of this is. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rod. You know? Well, so, like you just said. Just i throw that out for food for thought, and thank you again for talking with me and the rest of the world out there who's listening. So. Go forth and conquer, my friend. It is food for thought. Right, <laughs> thanks, Rod. Appreciate your call. And uh, as Eric said, uh, you know, I've been thinking about the show since yesterday, and I appreciate that. That uh, at least you know gets us thinking. Uh, let's go to Tom over in Squim. Hi, Tom. Hey, how are you doing? Doing well. What are your Anyhow, thoughts? Anyhow, I went in the Air Force uh-huh. because I was going to be drafted in 1966. I made $92 a month my first two years in the Air Force. I would estimate that 70% of the people in Vietnam were drawing $92 a month. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, I went to England and Germany in the 70s, and it, it didn't take long to realize that even though the European countries have a higher GDP than we do, they weren't spending anything on defense. And think of all the wars they've been on, you would have thought they would have had a different attitude. Uh Anyhow, between being in England and Germany, I was was, uh, on a bombing range north of Las Vegas, about 50 miles. And the Air Force brought in a whole bunch of uh, uh, Russian tanks. And so we brought in the A-10 Thunderbolt Warthog, which had a Gatling gun to see what they would do against these Russian tanks. Uh And it was amazing. And I just think... I have this picture of all these tanks lined up for days on end, and if Europe would have just spent a few bucks on uh, def- their own security or defense, 
instead of this climate change hoax, which it is, they could have taken out that whole row of tanks and saved thousands of people. And the war might have been over, or it would have been a lot different than it is right now. Okay. What do you think? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't have a good answer to that. I, I think uh, you know, after the Second World War, uh, the the world did, uh, the the Western world at least did come to rely on the United States as uh, its as its protector, and um, and we maybe enabled that a bit because it was a role that we were eager to play. And now, when we're just trying to say, well, wait a minute. Uh, we don't want to continue in this role, at least uh, as, as to as great a degree as we have. Then, uh, then we're 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 you know just um, messing with the order of things. But um, yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. Um, I I but you know then we're talking about smaller countries that don't have as as big a budget as we have or as as great resources as we have. No, they and, have more of a GDP than we do. If you combine the countries, oh, I, I see. So, if like if the European Union had uh, combined the, or NATO had combined, it's. I mean, they right. do pay they have in. Have a bigger but, GDP. Uh huh. Okay. All right. And the other thing is, I talked to my representatives from from this state, and uh, I asked them why they voted to increase our gas tax by right now. It's ninety nine cents between the two bills that they approved in January. And the one, Steve Thuringer from the 24th District, said, why don't you buy an electric car? Well, if I, was, if I would have added up all the money, I, every dime I made in the first 12 years in the Air Force, I could have just about paid for an electric car. <laughs> Twelve years of my twenty-four years. Uh-huh. Is that? Is that? What do you think of that? Well, yeah. Is I, that being out of touch or what? Yeah, I think that's a little callous to tell tell somebody. I'm, you know, I'm struggling to pay for gas. What's your aunt? You know, wh- wh- what do you say to that? And he says, "Well, buy an electric car." It's kind of like let them eat cake because uh, electric cars aren't cheap, but. Um, so, like I say, twelve years it would take me saving every penny. <laughs> I believe that. All right, Tom. Well, I appreciate you uh, your your experience and you relating that with us. All right. Take care, Tom. We'll take a quick break. Back with more. 360-676-5464. It's KGMI Connects. We want to hear from you. GMC, I've done a great job with the new trucks. I'm blown away. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Northwest Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. I love trucks. I really love trucks. Matter of fact, if you ever see me driving something around town, it's going to be a truck. But what they've done with a new model is absolutely amazing. Yes. I thought that GMC had really good competition with the other brands. But what they have rolled out this year and what they're coming with is absolutely untouchable. Great quality, super cool technology. How they look, how they drive, is can't compare with nothing in the market right now. Not because I sell it, because I, I'm a big fan of other makes and models. It's just because it's true. I've driven them, and I'm absolutely in awe. GMC. We are professional grade. 
Northwest Chevrolet, Buick, GMC Cadillac. Don't wait until snow is on the ground and everyone else is calling for service. Get a jump on the weather and save. Now till November 15th, you can save up to $600 in instant rebates on a new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning System. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Systems are built to a highest standard and the Feller team of experts is committed to providing you with superior service on installation. Feller Heating, they design peace of mind. Find them online at fellerheating.com. See your independent dealer for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. It's time to fill your pizza fix with PNW Perks. This Thursday, PNW Perks gets you 50 bucks to spend at All Time Pizza in Linden for just $25. That's right, 25 bucks gets you 50 bucks to spend at All Time Pizza. Are you looking for a pizza experience like no other? Look no further than All Time Pizza. All Time Pizza has 21 different fresh pizzas to choose from with a grand variety of fresh toppings. Try their buffalo chicken pizza, Indian pizza, or Linden Lion pizza. If that doesn't work for you, order it high you'd like. If you're not in the mood for pizza, try their all-new Indo-Chinese menu with delicious roasted tandoori bites, fish and chips, and more. Plus, get in on their all-you-can-eat buffet, which includes a salad bar and fountain soda. If you're feeling thirsty, All-Time Pizza has you covered with their brand-new bar featuring seven local taps, international beers, and a full bar. This Thursday, with PNW Perks, you can get $50 to spend at All-Time Pizza for just $25. Find the details at pnwperks.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Good to have you with us. Let's go to Kirk in Bellingham. Hi, Kirk. Good day, brother. Yeah, hey, um, I didn't hear about it until today. I was on the phone with my boss, and um, I just got done uh, decontaminating um, an apartment in a complex, and... She's like, have you heard the news? I'm like, what? And that's where that major drug raid was done here recently, like a week or two ago. Yeah, there was, uh, yeah. Uh, in, in a, in a homeless encampment. Right. Here, uh-huh. Here's the best part. I was, you know, just wrapping up the unit I was working in. And then, you know, I'd step out occasionally for a cigarette or whatever on the balcony. And I had no idea 100 feet away from me all this was going on. Hmm. And it's like, good Lord, man. You know, it's starting to make me question my line of work. It's like, man, what was I thinking? I I, I miss my childhood when I just had a paper out. Good Lord. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, well, at least they busted the guy. But, yeah, it was right, quite the operation uh, running out. of. Now, were you redoing this apartment that was up in that, you know, on the guide Look, north side of town? Yeah, we'll put it this way. Uh, there's two buildings there. I just finished up the fifth one that I've worked on in the last few years. And the second building, there's another one over there. They were either cooking or smoking. I ain't been in there yet. And, yeah, I I go in and I decontaminate these places. Mm. And it's like, man, it just, there's no end. I mean, it pays the bills, but, I mean, geez. You know, and, and, hell, I mean, the place I live at, we've had a couple of incidents. And it's like, man. You know, it's like, I mean, I look like a thug, 
but I, I ain't one of them. I'm the guy that comes in and like cleans up the mess. All right. But, uh, well, but thank yeah, goodness man. For you. But I had no idea that, yeah, um, I was outside smoking a cigarette and all this was like going on right under my nose. And it's like, man, and you know, it's like, I've been trained to like look out for things and I didn't even see a thing. All right. So, Good Lord. All right, Kirk. Uh, Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well. Got to dispel a few myths and uh, selective hearing on the part of Rick. I don't think it's cool that the military doesn't get paid. What I did say yesterday is that they will get paid when the government comes back, and this has happened before. So I didn't really... I'm not too worried about what they think, but it is important to get the story straight. I, you know, I want everybody to get paid. These government shutdowns do hurt people, especially on Social Security. But it shows that the government is willing, well, not the government, Washington, D.C., is willing to allow pain and suffering for political gain. And both sides have to agree to not shut down the government. So Democrats are going to blame the Republicans because they're not giving them what they want, and vice versa. They're going to blame each other. Well, I'm not getting what I want, so I'm not voting for it. I'm willing to shut down the government. So it does put on display how horrific and at times worthless Washington, D.C. is. They're playing games with something that people need. So that's the part that I like is that it will put front and center the fact that these people aren't willing to do their job. They're I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, and they do this every four or five months now. Yeah, well, this is different from, you know, the recent uh, deadline we were seeing was whether or not the nation would default on its debt. You know, will they increase the debt limit? And now now this is a different issue. This is where, uh, you know, the Congress has to pass a budget, basically, or pass, pass bills allowing the government to actually temporary spend budget. money. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, and it'll be temporary if once they right, do they get call something. Them, uh, stop, uh, continuing resolution, I think yes, they call it. Yeah, rather than, than actual saying, you know, here here's our budget. This is what, how we'll fund it for the next year or whatever. Yeah, it's these continuing resolutions that that uh, seem to cover uh, most of these programs. And, uh, yeah, so I, I hear what you're saying, and it is frustrating. Um I, I, They're just willing to do this every, I mean, what is it, twice a year, three times a year, you hear this in the news, oh, there's going to be a shutdown, oh, they're going to stop Social Security, oh, they're going to not pay the debt and we're going to default. And they, they just won't, they refuse to do their job in a professional manner. They play games with everything, seemingly for political gain. Yes, they might have a good goal they're trying to achieve, but they're willing to really hurt people to do it. And I think... When that happens, it's good that people really see it. And you will really see it when they start delaying payments. And it's bad. I didn't really want to talk about that too much. I have a challenge for you, Joe, and all the listeners. Okay. So we talk about programs and we should help these people, welfare, all these things Mm -hmm. (laughs) that people need. We need to also show that, not just say we support it. We need to... Whatever it is we believe, we should also do it, because talk is cheap. We all talk, like I talk on here, John and Rick and Tim and you, and we all talk, but talk is cheap. What is it that you do, and what can you do? And like I said yesterday, we should help people, and there is a really easy way to do that personally. 
you support with your either time or money local charities and organizations that help the homeless, and that's like, you know, homeless men, women, and homeless women and children, like you've mentioned a few times, Joe, you know, what about women and children that are destitute? And Mm -hmm. so I think we should all do that. If we believe that the government so necessarily needs to help all these people, we should put our money where our mouth is, and not even a lot, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever. You think of how many people there are, and everybody puts $10 in a hat, you could do some serious good for local people here. See, the government, I think the programs have, they start with a good idea. It's a good thing to help people, but it becomes enabling so quickly because if you need to give somebody money for the rest of their life, I mean, that's not healthy. They need to get better and then get on their own to as much extent as possible. Of course, people with physical disabilities, that's going to be limited, but a lot of people can become productive in one way or another. And the local charities are going to do a better job of that because it's a little more personal and it, they're going to not be in, you know, housing the same dude for eight years. They're going to, they're counseling them. They're getting them integrated. They're looking for permanent housing and that sort of thing. And that is super good. And we should all do that. And I hope okay. Rick and John do such a thing to the, as much extent as they can. Well, I know, you know, in uh, nonprofits like uh, the, the Opportunity Council and others that, uh, and, and uh, you know, there's the Catholic housing, housing Services. There are different agencies, both private and public, that, um, uh, that receive uh, you know, public money. See, that's the money. The money just doesn't go to support this bureaucracy of these, you know, these government agents here and, you know, here and there. But a lot of this money goes to these nonprofits to help people. And they're right. Does, they're yeah. right on the ground in in communities, helping people and um, and relying on these federal dollars or these government dollars. And I I guess and I I understand what you're saying, and I, I don't have any problem at all with uh, with private charities. And and I think they're great, and they do a lot of really good work. And we should all help with that. And we okay. we can. That's why if you're productive and a good person, and you don't overspend and have frivolous things, you will be able to help with that. And that is a biblical principle. I know John likes to talk about the Bible, so I believe in that, too. And we should be productive, take care of ourselves, and then if we have excess, we are somewhat obligated to help, especially our friends and neighbors and people close to us. And there's a lot of groups that do that, and all we got to do is come alongside and help them. There's tons right. of them around here, and we shouldn't just simply, oh, the government, the government, the government, let's the government do it. We should do it, too. So okay. fuck up and and. and Practice your beliefs and what you say. Sounds good. That's all I got. All right. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. And we'll take a quick break. We'll hear from Jim, Bruce, Michael, and you here in just a moment here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. This is Steve Jostens from Hinton, Chevrolet, and Linden. Fall is definitely here. School is now in session, and it's the perfect time to schedule that overdue service while you enjoy the free massage chair here at the dealership. We are dedicated to great customer service no matter where the other guy set the bar. 
Hinton Chevrolet, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden, across from McDonald's, or online at HintonMotors.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are. Let's go to Jim in Seattle. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Doing well. Doing well. Well, a lot to talk about. Okay. Uh, I did uh, hear Dennis Prager again. Um, he did intone or just pronounce or whatever you want to call it that the left owns the media, left ownership of the media. So I'm sure you've probably heard me talk about this before, but I, I challenge you to name one reasonably sized media other than on the internet. There's four or five good websites on the, maybe five to 10, I'd say good websites on the internet uh, that um, have um, left-wing status, I'd say. Uh, But other than that, you know, ABC, CBS, Fox, you know, all the stuff on TV is owned. The cable companies are all big corporations that are not left. They may be woke and, uh, you know, make (laughs) flexible arrangements to take, to you know, counter any extreme uh, accusations, they are more left than Fox, of course, which is another story. But um, well, there's I, an example of a of a media mogul who's hardly uh, you know resides on the left. But uh, uh, talk about yeah. Fox and the that whole uh, the whole Rupert uh, Rupert Murdoch uh, empire. But uh, yes, Rupert Murdoch. He, he said he was a radical conservative. So there's a good a couple of good articles on Counterpunch this past week by Alexander Coburn, who's no longer with us. Uh, he did go over Rupert Murdoch's career. He's very ruthless. Uh, he did say, uh, which may be worthwhile mentioning, that uh, he did have last say over all the things that went through his uh, network. You know, he got to have the the final judgment, the um, uh, imprimatur, I guess you may call it. So one more thing I'll mention. Uh, this is Dennis D'Souza was on, or they had him on as a guest. He's a right winger. He's Indian, subcontinental, no scratch, no scratch, uh, no nothing wrong with that. Uh, Vijay Prashad is an opposite. who's very good, okay. um, but he says we're moving inexorably towards a police state. Hmm. Uh, and they, the, he and Dennis Prager danced around that very gingerly. They didn't want to come out and say they they wanted to come, and they did say uh, for sure that it would be left-wing that would cause that. So hmm. I'm kind of wondering what left-wing forces are there of any substance. Uh, you know, for one thing, the left is supposedly all for defunding the police, you know, so they're blaming on the left. The left really has no political power. Uh, not really. There's a constant struggle, as Noam Chomsky would call it, throughout history between the various forces, usually left and right, if you want to define that. But uh, for him to say that the the police state will be from the left, then uh, I think people need to really wake up to this because we could, we are getting closer and closer to that with that uh, cop city down in Atlanta. There's resistance against that for ecological reasons as well, but 
uh, you know, it's, it, we are been creeping fascism, if you want to call it. I hope it never. I hope we can combat it and uh, educate people and organize and all that good stuff, uh, so that we don't end up as some, you know, terrible police state. So, okay. uh, not to, well, yeah. not to, you know. I don't think any of us any of us want to live in a police state. I, I don't know no. that um, that uh, that a police state is uh, is being developed here. I, you know, I, I there's a lot of alarmist rhetoric, and it's used quite freely on talk radio, and it's uh, you know it gets people uh, fired up and inflamed and frightened, and um, it yes. keeps them listening. And uh, I, I don't mean to to uh, down you know, put down the, the, the format that I work in or the media that I work in. But it, I mean, you have to look at the reality of what, uh, what is talked about on a lot of these programs and it's, uh, yeah, it, uh, that, there you have it. All right. All right. Well, anyway, Jill, thanks for having me you and uh, maybe, maybe talk to you. Have a good day. You too. You bet. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment on uh, Black Lives Matter and Ken, Kendi X. Kendi X uh, wrote the uh, the book Critical Race Theory. Oh, okay. And uh, he was uh, advanced to uh, the University of or Boston University, I think it was. Okay. Uh, head of the, I think it was a DEI. Uh, uh, program there. Uh-huh. And uh, he also continued his work on the critical race theory and accepted donations to build uh, their movement up. And uh, I think uh, in the last two years, he's written two papers. Now, who, and, what's, what's, uh, the he, what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? Kendi X. Kendi Kendi X. Okay. K E N D I X. Okay. Come up. What's that? Did Did it come up? I have not found Kendi X. Um, I'm I'm looking here, but go ahead. Keep Keep going well, on. With- in anyway, uh, his, his, he accepted donations. And had a, a an office staff, and he's come under fire lately for accountability of the funds that he received, and also his treatment of his staff. Okay. Uh, as far as, pardon me. Oh, I'm no, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, uh, anyway, there's an investigation going on about him, and I was thinking, I I, I read this. Uh, on an, in an article on the internet, and uh, all it said was that he's being investigated, but also uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, their their leadership uh, bought extremely expensive houses with the money that they brought in down in California, L.A. area, and uh, you haven't heard much about critical race theory or Black Lives Matter. But I I suspect that their tentacles are still out there. Okay. I disagree with both movements. 
Okay. But uh, I I think they have made their way into the military for one thing, especially government agencies through presidents like uh, uh, Joe Biden. Okay. Uh, I call him Joe Biden now because Biden. he spends all the time. Okay. But uh, okay. also their tentacles have come out with the uh, approval of the Supreme Court justice. Um, uh, the black, the uh, BIPOC woman who was just confirmed uh, last year, uh-huh. and uh, I, 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 I think both movements, especially with the help of uh, the uh, the protest group down in Portland, uh, you know, that has disappeared lately. Uh huh. What? Uh, I can't remember their their name now, but any, anyway, hmm. they they were quite active in Seattle and Portland and around the United States as far as burning and looting and destroying buildings and and got away with it. At, Are you thinking of low, Antifa? Antifa, yeah. Okay, well, that's not really. And uh, we haven't that's heard not... from them lately, but they're they're still out there. Oh yeah, I mean, there's, I'm sure there there are plenty of people who adhere to that. It's it's not it's not an organized movement per se. It's uh it's uh, but it's uh there are probably or people of that of a like mind that are organized to one degree or another under that umbrella. But all right, okay, Bruce. Thank you. Thanks for your call. Uh, let's see, real quick before we take a break. Well, let me. I'm going to take a break. We got Michael and uh, Michelle and Lou, and uh, we'll have time for your call too here in just a moment. Back in real quick here on KGMI Connects. Sold to bidder one twenty six. The November Consignment Equipment Auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is scheduled to begin on October 28th. The auction will be held online. Consignments are now being taken until the auction commences on October 28th. Meridian Equipment selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel. Visit meridianeq.com today to consign your equipment for the November auction. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrate USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich school children through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all, and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to service. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury, Whatcom County's premier jewelry store. Join Neater House of Luxury September 29th and 30th for an exclusive Gabriel and Company trunk show. Neater House of Luxury, 21 Dullweather Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi. Party's back patio. Oh, 
taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. That we are. Let's go to Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Doing all right. Doing all right. What are your real thoughts quickly, today? Real quickly, okay. um, in regards to your last caller, while I make this quick comment, can you possibly go to Antifa.com? Antifa.com. us while we're on the phone. Because okay. that organization that... You know, we had 30 American cities burned to the ground, 25 billion in damage, and burned 25 people ground. died during those riots. So, okay. you know, if you wanted to donate to Antifa, those people, uh-huh. where, you know, so you went to Antifa.com, where does that take you? How can you donate money to them? I'm trying to go, let's see. Oh, it took me to the White House. Oh, whitehouse.gov. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm shocked that so, I'm shocked that somebody hijacked that uh, that name and and linked it to. Uh... It's been there. It's been like that for quite some time. So okay. Well, months, that 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 doesn't... anyway. Okay. So uh, moving right. forward, moving forward. Okay. Um, with the, in regards to the police state, I guess Tim didn't remember the lockdowns, the mandates, which were later ruled unconstitutional. Remember, they were arresting people for simply going to church. They were <laughs> roping off playgrounds and I don't recall people arresting like Joe people. Rogan from yeah. talking on the radio. That's what that to me. <laughs> no, what? That, <laughs> who was arrested? Who was arrested for going to church? I mean, churches were told to not hold session, hold live sessions, but nobody was arrested. Nobody was hauled out of churches in handcuffs for going. They, they were. We don't have they to were? give it a Google, but they were. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll, I mean, that's, that's a, a police state to me. So that's just my comment for Tim. Um, but now let me let me ask you now, Michael. Now yeah, I hear this all the time about the the pandemic. Don't you think that was an extraordinary time when nobody knew exactly what to expect, and a lot of people were getting very sick, and a lot of people were dying from an illness that was brand new, that we didn't really know what was what the reach of it was, what was exactly happening, and to to go back now with twenty with hindsight and say. This was wrong, and this was you know an, an outrage and uh, all this anger, and I, I I just I find that to be uh, out of bounds. I'll be quite honest with you. I think you know we're I I think it was right for our the, our leadership to say, hey, we need to take steps to protect people from what we don't understand at this point. I mean, government abused its emergency powers, which were later found to be unconstitutional by a federal court. And if you feel that it's what, okay to be unconstitutional, I guess that's why you're a Democrat. Well, what, what ruling I, was I what ruling my, was that was that found to be unconstitutional? What was the ruling there? The uh, mandates, the employee mandates for okay. getting the shots, these vaccines that were tested on mice and not on people. Okay. That have damaged that, many people, but these people are censored from having a group on Facebook. And they're censored from having groups on social media. So do you think it's right to censor people from having their free speech rights? Well, I have to say that the government cannot censor uh, people and say that they can't have a group. They can't have a discussion group. But Facebook as a, but Facebook as a private Biden administration was just found to have violated American civil rights in federal courts in Missouri versus Biden. Facebook by exactly right. Okay. Facebook as a private entity can decide what it will allow. And I I mean, people complain about uh, themselves being, uh, being, uh, uh, suspended or in jail by Facebook. They, they complain all the time because they violated their terms. That's Facebook's rules. They can make whatever rules they want. 
I mean, that has nothing their... to do with the government interfering with what they can and cannot publish, which right. was the New York the Post government story can't... with the Hunter laptop. But, okay. but I'm getting okay. off topic. Okay, okay. I'm getting off topic. Okay. i got to make a prediction real quick. Sure. Kamala Harris, they're trying to get rid of Kamala. They don't know what to do with her. Kamala is going to take over Dianne Feinstein's, Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat in California. Okay. Gavin Newsom is going to step up, become the vice president. Okay. A few months later, Biden either dies from COVID or resigns, or he's impeached, or what have you, and Newsom becomes the president. Hmm. Well, he's going to pick Michelle Obama to be his running mate. Oh, and I okay. think that's who you're going to see on the Democratic ticket is going to be Newsom and Obama. And that's why we've got Newsom debating Ron DeSantis here this week. Why is he in the debates? Why is he debating Ron DeSantis? And why aren't they debating Robert Kennedy, who's actually running for the Democratic nomination? Well, you'd have to ask them, I guess. Uh, but uh, I mean, here's an, here's a Fox News is eager to have um, Gavin Newsom on along with Ron DeSantis. They see a benefit in it. It it seems like this is something that uh, and and Gavin Newsom, you know, I admittedly he's he seems to be a rising star in the Democratic Party. So there we have it. All right, all right, Michael. Great talk today. Thanks again, Joe. Take care. Have a good day. <laughs> Always entertaining, for sure. Uh, let's go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Uh, hi, Joe. Yeah, um, I'm calling today to uh, encourage your listeners to get the new book that came out this month by Mark Levin, L-E-V-I-N. And the name of the book is The Democrat Party Hates America. Hmm, okay. And, and uh, Mark Levin, as you probably know, uh, served in the Reagan administration. He's written best-selling books on subjects pertaining to the law and the Supreme Court. Uh-huh. And uh, and um, both of my parents were Kennedy Democrats. Okay. So I, I'm relieved that they don't have to see what's happened to the Democratic Party in the recent decades. And uh, the, what's happened, Joe, I want to explain to you and your friends, because you probably are unaware in the 1960s, Saul Alinsky wrote a book called Rules for Radicals. In that book, he told leftist radicals in America that it's totally futile to try to take over the country by violence. He said, he told them, all radicals, leftist radicals, must cut their hair, put on suits, and infiltrate the system. Okay. And sure enough, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, all considered Saul Alinsky, a mentor. He was a brilliant man who explained what the best way to infiltrate the system and take it over is. And as you know, um, uh, Hillary Clinton put on a suit, a pantsuit, cut her hair, got it really nice. Same with Bill Clinton. He cut his hair, put on a nice suit. Barack Obama, he put on a nice suit. And these people literally infiltrated our system and they kind of shoehorn their friends into the Justice Department, FBI, CIA, mm. all leftists who hate America and want to change, fundamentally change it, in the words of Barack Obama. And they have done that. Look at our cities. Look what's going on in America today. Our rights are being peeled away one by one. Okay. But one man, Donald Trump, said, hold it. Stop. I don't want to go along with this agenda. And he's not a politician. He's rather crude in some of his mannerisms, but he's rather. also very brilliant. Okay. And okay. he's accomplishing right. a lot. Well, I, I have to tell you, Lou, I 
I don't. I've been alive quite a while, and I can't think of one right that has been stripped away from me. Uh, there have been rights that have been stripped away from women in our society. I'll I'll grant you that, but uh, I don't think by the likes of. Uh, uh, Barack Obama or Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton for that matter. But all right, that's my little commentary on that. But real quick, let's go to Alan over. Are, are you on Lummy Island, Alan? Yeah, yes, sir. <clears throat> Hi, Joe. Hi. Uh, where are you going with that gun in your hand? <laughs> well, I'm not going to go where the song says. <laughs> I love her too much. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good for you. You remembered the old days. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just recall, uh, recalling this, um, some old days. Uh, I remember when uh, uh, Trump was president and he suggested that maybe we ought to all take a swig of bleach and so to prevent uh, COVID. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, so I would suggest to all the Trump supporters that maybe now that we have a another outbreak of the COVID that maybe they ought to go down and buy some bleach and okay. get ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I have. I'm sorry. Okay, Alan. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. <laughs> and real quick, let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, your comment about uh, hindsight is, uh, you know, is, is wrong to use, like with regard to the beginnings of the unknown aspects of COVID uh, in March of 2020. You're spot on correct on that, um, and it's the same reason we can't judge um, Washington and Jefferson, for example, or two of our best presidents, uh, because they owned slaves, because it was a period of time in our history when slave owning, uh, as horrible as we think of it today, and it is horrible, or it would be horrible in the United States or anywhere else for that matter, you know, African slaves were sold into slavery to white men by Africans in Africa. And um, this is what happened. And, and it was just a, um, basically in those days thought of, a, you know, 250 years ago, thought of as a business proposition. And <clears throat> we certainly don't think of that today. Mm -hmm. But anyway, what I wanted to say was, first of all, the author's correct name is Abraham X. Kendi. Uh -huh. And uh, he's the author of How to Be an Anti-Racist. It's a book with a lot of food for thought, but it's also 100% incorrect in the sense that he says if you disagree with him, you're automatically a racist. Well, that's obviously not correct, and that's uh -huh. typical of the extreme left wing, which, you know, I mean, I'm a gay woman, and I've been called a transphobe because I totally, firmly, and positively disagree that biological boys in high school or college who are anywhere from 20 to 30 times stronger than even the strongest girls can play on sports teams with girls. It's just totally wrong. But that doesn't mean that I, you know, I'm not a transphobe. I just don't think that that specific activity is, is warranted and is fair. It's totally unfair. But anyway, the point is they should play on boys' teams and let it go with that, and nor should they be bullied, you know, and, and they should be respected as human beings with a different outlook on life. Now, the other thing I wanted to say was it's the I agree with you. We're hardly likely to have a police state in this country because there are far too many freedom-loving people um, in this country to allow such a thing. It's not going to happen. But if it did happen, it would come about through the far radical left wing, which basically wants to tell us that if we disagree with them, in any quote-unquote woke way, then we are evil and wrong. And in other words, the far left 
and I'm not saying the right wing is pure as the driven snow, because it certainly isn't, but the far left is the most evil, pernicious influence in American society today because they refuse to acknowledge that they could be wrong. And, and you know, they make good points in some instances, and they have some, some uh, you know, some thoughts that deserve to be considered, but they are not automatically right, and in very many ways they're wrong. Well, I think and, you can say uh, that about, you know, radicals in uh, regardless of left say. or right. right. I mean, I just said I mean, that. You're right. Okay. But I mean, you know, here we've got uh, you know, a pretty strident uh, you know, anti abortion movement that uh, in many in that in that movement would jail people, jail women for having and an I abortion or jail too. doctors I, I don't think for performing jail, it. Uh, I don't think jailing people is a good idea yeah. when it comes to abortion. I agree with you. But I'm just saying that, that it's. It's both sides have terribly, horribly, just horrible people who just refuse to acknowledge that the middle of the road is usually the best place to be in most instances because all people have differing opinions and you could line up a hundred people and 50 of them would love Trump and 50 of them would hate Trump. And that's just what it boils down to. But I guess we have to admit uh, though, without the, without the fringes, we wouldn't really have the middle, would we? (laughs) So unfortunately, I don't, thanks Michelle. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Always good to talk with you and, and good to talk with everyone. I mean, another interesting conversation for sure. And very varied. And uh, we've got, uh, we didn't get to Joe. We'll get to you tomorrow. Hope you give us a call back. And uh, we'll be back here. Same time, same station. KG Mike and X. From Mount Baker to Bellingham Bay and beyond. KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.